Hi, Chelsea. Hey, Taryn. Hi, Sarah. Okay, we are, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay, we have a very special guest today, our favorite internet friend, Sarah. At least I call you my favorite internet friend. Um, (laughs) She is on Instagram. She is a bookish beginning and she's just the coolest person and we love her and we're honored to have you here. Oh, thank you guys. I'm so excited to be here. Um, Yeah, this, so I'm Sarah. I'm smiling like an idiot, but you guys can't see that. Um, And yeah, I'm super excited to talk about this book. I'm super excited to meet you guys too. You guys are the first internet friends that I have ever met. Oh my gosh, yay. I think Um, you're ours too, right? Because like the only other person we've had on is my sister-in-law and she doesn't yeah. count as my internet friend. She's yeah. like my actual friend. So like real person family. I mean, not that you're not an actual friend. Somebody else start talking. <laughs> I totally get what you're saying. Okay. So Sarah, tell us a little bit. Okay. I mean, we know too much about you because we've stalked you, but tell our listeners who maybe shouldn't stalk you. Um, give us a little bit about yourself. When did you start your bookstagram account? What are you getting in your, your degree in? Just any detail that you care to share. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So hi, I am a bookish beginning on um, Bookstagram. And, you know, fun fact, my username is derived from the book we're talking about today. So it's just, it's, it's perfect. It's a full circle thing. Um, I started my Bookstagram. Oh, man, when did I start my Bookstagram? A little over a year ago. Um, I started in like November of 2020. Um, so when I was like remote with college, um, I am in school right now. I'm a junior in college and I'm getting, I'm majoring in film with an emphasis in critical studies. So I can, so are you going to make our dream production company of, uh, that uh, is honestly like, (laughs) if we're talking about like dreams that you think that you're like, no way this could ever happen, but like, what if? Like, I have two dreams. It's, like, one, open up, like, a small bookstore, like, where all the bookstagrammers can converge, right? That would be the coolest thing. Yes. The other thing, it would be a production company that's, like, exclusively book adaptation. Yes! That's what I was talking about. Especially, especially romance novels, because there are not enough good rom-coms these days. They're always marketed as like this cute romance movie and then you go see it and then somebody dies in the end. Yeah. What is up with that? Or it's some hot garbage like the Kissing Booth trilogy. Like, oh, terrible. We didn't need three of those. We barely needed one. I didn't even know there were three. I watched the first one. I was like, "Eh, I'm good. (laughs) We we have been joking about creating a production company for years called Buy the Book. Yep. It would be and, perfect. And you can have it. If you want to take the name and pay us like $2 for it, you can have it. As long as you like, in like, as the credits roll, last thing. Darren Chelsea. Special <laughs> yes. thanks to Darren and Chelsea. That's it. That's all That's I all heard. we need. Actually, that would fulfill a dream for me. So please do it. Yeah. That's two <laughs> dreams. Such a dream of mine. It would be so cool. Just because I have, I've read so many romance novels too, where I'm like, this is the rom-com that I want, like, for movies. Have you read the yeah. book, um, You Deserve Each Other? Yes! Oh my god! Would that god. not be the best rom-com ever? It would be such a good rom-com. That is one of my favorite oh, romances. I just I read that it! Book. That book got me into romance. Yes! It's wow! So good! I literally just I need read, to read that it. last month, because I was like, this sounds it. so funny, and then it was so good. I was like everyone needs to read that book it's such a sweet book like so and it's good. funny and it's so good so, so add it to our bookshop.org list so you yes. can support a local bookstore and give us a tiny bit of money and get a discount for yourself so we'll add it to that list mention books like and you can go find it that book was written to be a rom-com movie it it was that's you definitely feel that. And with her uh, more recent book, Twice Shy, that one was really cute, too. I read that I last read year. I read that one. Really it's a cute movie, yeah. Um, that's another one that would be a great movie. Oh, man. Did you watch The Hating Game? I did, yeah. I've, I've watched I, the movie. I've read the book. 
I haven't read or watched it, but mm-hmm. I just know that that's like the most, like everybody was losing their minds over it. And I didn't know if it was actually good or not. I really liked it. I'm completely biased though. Or I'm like, if this will distract me from reality and it's cute, like, I don't really <laughs> I'll care. take it. I'm like a film student that I'm like, I really don't have that much of a critical bone in my body. I'm just like, you know, I can analyze a film, but I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, this movie was not very good structurally or whatever. Like I will mm-hmm. watch anything um but it was really good um another recent rom-com semi-recent is set it up that was on netflix i actually really liked set it up that was really cute right you haven't seen that one it's about the two the two workers and they set their bosses up i do not know this it's on netflix Netflix. i'm gonna watch it overworked assistants and they like kind of make a deal to like set their bosses up so they can kind of get more of a break Oh, I do remember this. I do. Mm-hmm. I vaguely feel like I saw a trailer for this on Netflix. You probably it was probably in like the top ten at one point, and you that yeah. immediately when you open Netflix and a trailer starts playing, you're like, oh yeah. my gosh, it was probably that trailer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one was really cute too. I'm gonna have yeah, to watch that. We do need more rom coms. Mm-hmm. There's one coming out that you know it looks like a classic rom com of the early 2000s where you're like this would never happen but i'm gonna enjoy it anyway but mary me i want to watch that so bad oh, with j-lo this probably isn't gonna be the best movie but it's gonna be entertaining i'm so Not excited here's the thing anything with owen wilson i'm there i'm in i'm in for anything with <laughs> owen wilson owen wilson playing the love interest in a rom-com what? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm there. Take my money. Did it's you ever fine. watch Mid Did you ever watch Midnight in Paris? Yes, I did. That Absolutely. So good. <laughs> my mom told me about it not that long ago and she's like, "How have you not seen it? I have failed as a mother." And yeah. so she like sat me down and made me watch it. I was like, "Okay, sorry." It's pretty cute. We watched it in like an English class one time. I can't remember oh. why. I watched it in a cool English teacher. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yes. It's not a fun movie, but I watched it in French class. It was in France, so though. So, <laughs> oh man, oh, man. man, we've gone away so fast, but that's okay. Okay, you answered my how long have you been on Bookstagram? Okay, I have a very random question that I think would be right. fun for all of us to answer. I mean, maybe I thought it up, maybe I heard it earlier on TikTok. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they're they're one and the same. Um, if you could only introduce yourself by telling people three books that you like, what no. three books would you pick? No, <laughs> oh. no, 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 no. I knew Chelsea was going to hate this. No. Just three. It's okay if it's not your whole personality. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Chelsea, okay. don't look so concerned. I need to like take a picture of this and post it when this okay. episode comes out. You look like okay. All right. Here we go. Um, are you gonna go first, Chelsea? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Harry I'm Potter. Laugh when our books are the same books. Yep. Percy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. I can't. The last one's stressing me out. And probably Aragon. That is your dragon book. Chelsea yeah, I has, have to have a dragon I book. I won't call it an unhealthy obsession, but Chelsea loves dragons. I do. Mm. She thinks that everything should have a dragon in it. It should. You cannot convince me that there isn't a story out there that couldn't benefit from having a dragon in it. That's that's true. That's a valid point. (laughs) Just saying. Just saying. That's all. Okay. That was very stressful and I hated that. Thank you for that. At least I didn't say one book. That's true. Yeah, one book would be a lot worse. That's impossible. Like, we're all readers. It's impossible for us to pick one book. Mm Mm-hmm. I did Fair. three. Sorry, Chelsea. You can <laughs> yell at me later when our I friend I would have preferred here. like 20, but whatever. <laughs> okay, sorry. You can tell all of me, tell all those to me later. Okay, Sarah, do you want a minute or do you think you have yours? I think I have mine. Okay, so I'm going to go with Six of Crows. Yes. Because um, you're Wyland. Like, your Wyland cosplay you. is beautiful and I love oh, it. Thank you. I want to do that again, but I don't have the time right now. I'm like, yes. summer, I'm just going to be cosplaying constantly. Like, mom, we can't go anywhere. I'm cosplaying right now. And then we'll just be like in your comments every day. Like, we love it. One of the most beautifully written characters ever. I, yeah, I love, I love. And how do we feel about his casting? 
Oh, I think he's perfect. Yeah. He's so and he cute. sings like he's musical. Oh my gosh, it's perfect. perfect. I cannot yeah. wait to see them interact on screen together. I'm I'm dying at selfies of the cast together. So I, I there's no chance for me when the season comes. When out. they're in costume so too. There's like no. when they meet Lee Bardugo. Like I'm, it's done for oh, me. Like I can't. Oh. Um, and then so six of crows. Um. Like waffling between two. I'm gonna say from Lukov with love because I'm oh, okay. very much obsessed with that one right now. I haven't gotten to post about it very much, but they're coming. There's gonna be a lot of <laughs> there's gonna be a whole from Lukov with love agenda, and I'm gonna go with a curious beginning. Get my top three genres there. Right. I was gonna be honestly disappointed if you yeah. didn't say a curious. I was really worried, but it's it was, fine. It was, it was gonna happen. It was yeah. We were just Definitely. be like, and the episode's over. <laughs> Stop recording. <laughs> Okay, I love it. I think that's a good combo. Chelsea and I, it's here's the problem. Chelsea and I are basically the same person. So I knew that (laughs) the first two books were going to be the same. Were they the same? Yeah, I did. It has to be Harry Potter and Percy Jackson just because they've they've been my core and like core memories for so long that I know people are tired of us talking about it, but, (laughs) but it's there. I think... I think my third one, I'm going to say Throne of Glass. Really? I thought you were going to say Seeking Persephone. Oh, man. Okay, have you read any of Sarah Eden's books, Sarah? I have not. Okay, so she's a Christian romance author, but she writes the most beautiful Regency romances. And oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. She has so many scenes. I'm like, the tension. The tension. And they're like making eye contact. Oh. So that if you ever want to check her out, her books are only like 300 pages long. Like they're not long at all. Yeah. And they're beautiful. I love them. I'm going to look her up right now so I don't forget. Yeah. She look. has two families, the Lancaster family and the John Quill family. The John Quills have seven sons. Seven, right? Is it six or seven? Seven. It's seven. And she's gone through and every single one has their story has their own book. oh my I gosh I love and the that. last book connects the the, the two, two lines. families where like the youngest that's son and the youngest daughter end up together oh my gosh I that, love it. that's my favorite kind of romance like I love romance series where it's like all tied together like I'm I'm reading sci-fi series by the same author there's she has two different ones and they're basically romances like following different characters, but within the same world, but they're in space. Uh, so it's just like, yes. I love it. It's amazing. It's so amazing. many of my favorite things. Yeah. So good. <sighs> well, now you ruined my three. I said Throne of Glass <laughs> because it gets into like the fantasy, angsty, like everybody is in love that's with fair. everybody. <laughs> and I'm like, it has everything. That's, that's fair. Yeah, I think I'm still going to stick with that. But everybody. Everybody who listens has already heard me rant about Sarah Eden like for a the last billion times. <laughs> you yeah, keep on your toes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Kay, that was all of the pre-stuff, prep stuff that I wanted to do. I just thought of that question right before we started recording. I thought it'd be fun. Sorry if I perfect. Sorry if I scarred you, Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not the first time, and it won't be the last. So <laughs> you're not wrong, Kay. So let's go ahead and get into our general overview of A Curious Beginning by, do you say Deanna? Is it Deanna? I think so. Deanna Rayborn. You think yeah. so? That sounds right. You're, you're <laughs> a local expert. <laughs> I'm, I'm wrong half the time about these things. So I wouldn't be surprised if I've been saying it wrong the entire time. And it That's wouldn't right. be the first time that we completely butchered an author's name <laughs> in an episode. We did a Six of Crow episode and Taryn in the notes called Matthias Michael. Who is Michael? Oh no. I, there's oh, when there's too many characters, uh, here's the thing. I have to memorize and have like at least 150 names memorized every single day. When I come home, they're gone. All of the names are gone. Be glad it started with an M. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, Sarah, do you want to tell us a little bit of the premise of the book? Give us a quick like back of the book synopsis of what this book is about. 
I will do my best. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot. That's okay. Um, I will do my best. So this is set in London in the late 1800s. Um, and it follows a lovely lady named Veronica Speedwell. Yes. Our favorite <laughs> sassy heroine um she is a lepidopterist and that is a, that is a butterfly hunter um she's so smart and one day she gets caught up with this baron um and she he tells her she's in danger and she just goes off to london with him because why not why not <laughs> It was, it was a free ticket. <laughs> a free ticket. And I forgot that she said that. And I was like, oh my God, she's an icon. Anyway, she ends up going to London and the Baron gets murdered. And so she has to kind of, she gets caught up with Mr. Stoker and <laughs> our favorite pirate. And yes. he's not really a pirate. He is a natural historian. He just looks like a pirate. Um, we love it. We love it. <laughs> you kind of team up to figure out why the Baron was murdered, who did it. And they go on a pretty fun journey along the way. And with some good twists and turns, too. Oh, yeah. It was so good. So good. I so I finished it before Chelsea did, and I kept texting her, being like, "You have to read it. Like, I need you to read it because I need to talk about it." Mm-hmm. It was so good. It's so good. It's. I think the meeting of our main heroine Veronica and mm-hmm. the main love interest Stoker is one of the mm-hmm. best meetings of any book of all time. Oh, so good. It's, it's so just good. iconic. Like it's. All right. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I love like, it so much. They've got banter, like, right off oh the bat. Like, oh. debating over what species that frog was or whatever. That was... And we, <laughs> we do we still know what it is? No, or they never resolve it. <laughs> We're just like, no, I think it's this. Well, I think it's this. <laughs> oh, never yeah. resolved. It's amazing. Oh, man. I So the day that we're recording this, our favorite book couples episode comes out. Came out today, and I watched through that entire meeting scene with them. I was like, "Picture this! Like, <laughs> this is this is important." I haven't uh, e- haven't even finished the book when we recorded it last week, but I was like, "I already know it's a favorite." I'm already yeah, saying they they are good. definitely one of my favorite couples. They are definitely my favorite slow burn couple, and it is a slow burn. We have <sighs> to fight for this couple and they just have me like by the throat i'm just like, <laughs> like i was i was reading book seven um and like literally any time they would interact i'm just like oh my gosh i'm yeah. dying yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it's, oh man and that's oh, this the benefit of slow burn too is like when you get stuff when you get moments it's that much better well, yeah you just appreciate it more Mm-hmm. And I didn't like, and while this was slow burn, and we're not going to spoil anything, but when there's a, okay, we there's all know they're going to end up together. Like, come on. But there are moments in this book that I'm like, that's more tension than like anything else that I've read recently. Mm-hmm. It's like the hand flex in Pride and Prejudice. It's like, <laughs> exactly. oh my gosh. And it's like, literally, he flexed his hand. <laughs> it would be like one page out of the entire book, too. It's like, this has more tension than like anything mm-hmm. I've read. When he okay, just kidding. We can wait. We spoiler. Can wait. Don't. Can I know exactly spoilers. what point you're bringing up, and don't say it. <laughs> okay. Um. So my, I think I'm gonna jump. So we break this down into four different categories, which we know is not. It's not. It doesn't cover series. everything. Yeah. 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 But it's just we needed something. But I want to jump straight to character development really oh, quick. All right. Five out of five. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. We read, have you read Stalking Jack the Ripper? Yes. By Carrie Maniscalco. Loved it. Okay. She is everything I wanted Audrey Rose to be. Yes. I started reading this and I'm like, she's smart. Yes, she makes dumb choices, but they're not like, I was always so frustrated with, um, with Audrey Rose because she'd be like, I'm strong and smart. And then she'd do something utterly stupid. Mm -hmm. But Veronica's like, I'm strong and smart. But I also think I'm right all the time. And I'm like, I'll take yeah, that. That's, I will take that any day. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is where her um, 
stupid choices come is because she thinks she's right all the time and she kind of has to learn that she's not right all the time. Um, Which is literally how I I feel every day. I 100% agree with you on your point about Audrey Rose. Um, I I read this book before I read Stalking Jack the Ripper and I think as a result that book fell a little bit flat for me because I have like yeah I could totally see that but like gold standard for me yes like Taryn everything I wanted her to be Taryn Mm -hmm. said that she's like it's kind of I feel like it's got similar vibes as stalking Jack the Ripper like her I feel like a lot of the things that Veronica says I could totally see Thomas Cresswell saying with the same kind of mannerisms but I just love Mm -hmm. her so much like I think the character development this book is a, a little a little bit better. Like, not to talk bad about Stalking Jack the, Jack the yeah, Ripper, because I yeah, really sure. do mm-hmm. enjoy that series. We loved it. I read the whole yeah. series in, like, a month. Yeah. Like, I flew through it. But this is just, it's just a notch above. It's just yeah. a notch that's above. Why, that's, why, that's why it's been hard for me to, like, keep up with the series, because I've read two of them, and I haven't done the other two yet. And I'm just like... But Veronica. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll get to them. But um, yeah, I definitely agree. And character development across this book, really good. Just wait until you guys read the rest of the series. Like, And that's what's so cool is like, so some, I feel like for with the first book of series, I'm always saying like, well, there wasn't a lot of character development, but I know it's a seven book series. Mm-hmm. There was so much character development, mm-hmm. even in this first book where I'm genuinely excited to read the next one to see mm-hmm. what they learn and how they improve. Instead of like, well, they've been dumb the whole book, but hopefully they won't be dumb the next book. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Think that right. was... Yeah, that was what was so cool because I went from reading, rereading this one to reading my advanced copy of the one that's coming out on the 15th. And I'm just like, she's come so far. She's come <laughs> so far. I can't wait for you guys to get there. <gasps> and Chelsea, okay, this is, we forgot to say this earlier. Chelsea was the one that just won all of the books oh, from Sarah. Seven books. <laughs> Um, and oh, my local Barnes and Noble doesn't carry the series. So I was like, oh, where am I going to get them? And so I was like, I'll just wait and see what happens with the giveaway. And I was almost like, I never win the giveaway. I'm just going to buy it on Amazon because I really enjoyed it. I was like, no, we're going to wait. And it paid off. <laughs> it, yes. was, it was fake. It was fake. I was oh, so excited. I literally, I might have shed a tear yesterday, but it's fine. <laughs> you did. I did too. I'm, I'm like trying to drive to an appointment and I'm like, you did it. You won. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm man. So See, okay. Bring it back. Character development. <laughs> Sorry. Fantastic. <laughs> Should be a five out of five, but I'm just emotionally frustrated that it's, I just want to know what happens. <laughs> like, I want. That doesn't just, mean you knock it down. I knocked it down for my emotional pain. And then when I finish <laughs> the series, I'll come back and bump it up. That's that is exactly how I feel right now. I'm like, when is book eight coming out? When do I get book eight? I was like, I need it now. I need it. I'm just like, how many books are there going to be in the series? Do you know? I think I saw recently that like she got approved for two more books, so at least nine. Yeah. Wow. We're getting lots of that. (laughs) Yes. Okay. What's next? So I skipped plot. I think. Okay, Chelsea. What say ye? I loved the way this plot worked because I knew it was the first in a series. I was very worried about how it was going to end because it's this mystery. And I was like, I don't want to spend seven books solving the mystery of the Baron's death. You know, I, I want there to be more to it. And without too many spoilers, I feel like, I feel like Deanna Rayborn did a super good job of making you feel like this is its own book but left just mm-hmm. enough like questions and loose ends to be like, but wait, there's more. There's more. Like, oh, oh. Wrap up. Yeah, for it, sure. It was beautifully wrapped up with like just the, and she made it very obvious. Like I'm leaving these open-ended intentionally because there's more coming. And I d- mm-hmm. don't worry. I didn't forget. Yeah, you yeah, just got to exactly. keep reading. And there, and there are so many things that like, we're never addressed of like both of their pasts mm-hmm. and just the way that she wrapped it up. I wasn't mad. I was like, mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm so excited to read the next book 
so that I can learn more about these characters. I don't know. It just felt like a fantastic season finale where you're like, yes, I'm excited for the next part of the story, but I also feel like there was some sort of closure. Closure. Thank you. That's yes. A hundred percent. So I, I, I'm going to give it a five out of five on the plot. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Five out of five. I definitely agree with you. And first of all, like my rating system, like I, it's, I'm just like, did I, did it distract me from reality? Okay. Fives across the board, you know, like (laughs) I'm so not critical of a book. Like a book could be like so poorly written, but if I had a good time writing it, like reading it, it could get a five, like same rating as like a critically acclaimed masterpiece, you know, it's just like. It perfectly sets up for, like, future stories. It leaves you wanting more while also wrapping up the mystery at hand. And I think, like, each of her books do a really good job at doing that, um, which is a lot of fun. Like, each each mystery is vastly different. And you can, like, pick it up from, like, the fourth book. I don't know why you would want to, but you can. <laughs> um, that actually makes me really happy because I was saying to Taryn the other day, I'm like, honestly, it feels almost like like a TV show where there's like this underlying plot, but then Mm -hmm. each episode has like its own mystery to it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I feel like the series is going to be where like every book has its own mystery, but there's also this underlying plot to it. That's, that's exactly what it is. Like you've got like Veronica and Stoker. That's an ongoing plot. You've got um, more stuff about Veronica's past and Stoker's past. It's an ongoing plot. I'm trying to like choose my words very carefully. (laughs) You're so good. (laughs) spoiler section um but there are ongoing things and some of them become more important in certain books but they still get wrapped up by the end of it and you'll see like when you read like the second book when she references moments from the first book there'll be a little asterisk at the bottom they'll say like this is from like a curious beginning you know so it's like that's so cool cool. if you're coming in and reading it um for the first time if you're reading like the second or third book for the first time you're like well what's what's this from i don't know what this is you can go and be like oh that's what that's from. She is that's- a writer for the people. She wins. <laughs> yes, she okay. is. I'm not joking. I literally at work this afternoon had a conversation with a coworker in which we were complaining about anytime you start the next book in a series, how the first like chapter or two is just like a review of the last book. Mm-hmm. And we're like, ugh. And he was complaining about this specific author because he's like, she just does it for the entire book. Like throughout the whole book, mm-hmm. she like re-explains things. And he's like, oh, it yeah. just is super annoying. I'm like, yeah, like I get it why they do it, but like it's super annoying. But she just puts an asterisk. What a genius solution. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice too because it's like a very concise, like, oh, on our adventure, we discovered this. But it's like one sentence, not a whole chapter of recap, but it gives you a yes. little bit of context. Like, oh, right. That's what happened in the last book. Or for people who haven't read it before, oh, that's where I can like follow, like that sounds super interesting. That's where I can read that story. That's so good. I like her. Yeah, so she's, good. She's this, seriously, I know we've already referenced that it's like a TV show, but I would watch this. I would like, definitely watch this as a TV a show. Heartbeat. In I, a heartbeat. And if they didn't screw anything up, it could be 10 seasons. Like, yeah. Because this was easily one season. Eight to 10 episodes? Easy. 100%. Mm-hmm. Oh, Man, so it would good. be so good. I'd watch that. That's what happens for me whenever I'm reading a book. I'll be like visualizing it as like a TV show or a movie and be like, oh, I just wish this could happen now. Mm-hmm. If you were yep. picking an actor to cast for Stoker, who would you cast? That is such a hard question. Because I have, I told Taryn, I have a very specific image in my head and it was not at all what Taryn was picturing. So I'm curious what, what, Wait, did well, you send I, me I a picture? Who do you have in your head? Because I have such a hard time, like, fan casting actors. I 100% feel like Jason Momoa. Oh, yes, you tell me that. <laughs> I don't know why, but the entire book, I just pictured Jason Momoa. The entire book. <laughs> and Taryn, didn't, Taryn doesn't agree. No. Because here's the thing. <laughs> I would want a nobody cast yeah. in these parts. Whenever you do a book to screen adaptation, I want like very minor famous people or unknowns 
That's what I've loved about Shadow and Bone, except for Ben Barnes. He has my heart. He can do whatever he's he perfect. wants. He's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> he's the exception. Perfect. Um, but, like, I loved that the people that they casted, like, I hadn't seen them anything, but I know that I don't watch everything. I know they had done mm-hmm. shows and stuff, but, like, that's what I would want for these characters. Just some rugged man that they find somewhere who's done a couple acting things. Yes. And, it's like, and is good. Not, like, bad, but is good and just shows up in an eye patch. And I'm like, channels I'm that here. pirate energy. I'm here for it. I just, every, when I was reading that description of him, I was like, this man. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was dying. I was like, this is so, like, usually, yeah, usually when I'm you're reading a book set in the 1800s, you kind of expect the love interest to be like this nobleman. Mm-hmm. It's like all dressed, like, I, I was, expect Mr. Darcy. And then it yeah. started describing him, and I was like, "Not Mr. Not Darcy. Mr. Darcy." <laughs> and the fact that he's like a pirate, but he's also the biggest romantic. Oh my gosh! And, and his sweets, his obsession with <laughs> sweets, kills me. Oh, that's that's ongoing. That is, a I'm thing. sure it is. Oh. It's a personality trait. It's his. Per- it's like his personality trait is like taxidermy. Romantic poetry and candy. <laughs> so good. A man written by a woman. Oh my gosh, so I love good. him. <sighs> okay, we need to get to the spoiler section. Yes. Hey, world okay. building. World building. We always say that world building always is higher for like, when when you have a world that actually exists, it's a lot easier. And yeah. so five stars. Five, yeah, five. Yeah, I know it. exactly what's going on. I know what's happening. I can I picture like, it. The amount of detail for the time that it's set in, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think it's really good. It's amazing. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. <sighs> I can see that warehouse. Oh, like, for sure. I love so that good. Warehouse. warehouse. And I can see the Belvedere. Yes. <sighs> the Belvedere. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The eclectic buildings. I, it's I can't. Amazing. It's so good. Uh, oh, I, we have to move along because I have okay, to, we have to get to the spoiler <laughs> section because there's so many things I want to say. There's so much. Okay, the last one is pacing. I gave pacing five stars. Five stars. Because this book, like anything under like 400 pages that gives me this much, I'm amazed. Oh, yeah. For so sure. good. So easy. Yeah. I, I remember the first five time stars. I read it, like I breezed right through it. Like I read it in like a day the first time I read yeah. it. Yeah. If I had the time, I would have yeah. read it in a day. Yeah, I, I listened to it during it. the summer. So yeah. <laughs> I think I listened to the audiobook over the course of two days. Yeah, yeah, um, it was pretty quick. So it was spawn. Okay, can we get to the spoilers? Yes. Okay. Any other general things that we would like to say other than please read this book? I'm just gonna like emphasize that. Please <laughs> read this book i'm gonna put it in caps and underline it please read the book (laughs) yeah i i've got the veronica speedwell agenda pushing hard on my page right now and i'm just like read it i when when you first sent this to me because i also won this from sarah (laughs) this was not on purpose there's no insider work happening i am the veronica speedwell fairy i just yes You didn't even know it was Veronica Speedwell when you won no, it. No, I won a mystery. It was just a mystery mm-hmm. novel. And honestly, it sounded like Stalking Jack the Ripper. So when I won it, I'm like, dang it. If I get it, like, I already have Stalking Jack the Ripper. And then I got it and I was like, oh. That's, that's part of why I chose that for the blind date with a book. First of all, because it's, like, my personality trait. But also because yeah. I'm like, people, like, who have read Stalking Jack the Ripper are going to, it's going to appeal to people who've read it, and I'm just like, and then they're going to gonna trick you guys into, like, wanting to read this book. <laughs> well, then yeah. that, like, I kept meaning to read it, but, like, we have a, I have a problem where, like, I can keep up with the episodes that we're doing and what we're recording, but then I don't get ahead very often, so mm-hmm. I hadn't had time yet between the books that I had to read um, and ones that have been on my TBR for, like, who knows how long. And so when I messaged you about coming on and you were like, well, we could do this other one or I'd be down for this. like this. We're going to do this. This. This is what we want to do. Thank you. And then now I need to create a whole spot on one of my bookshelves for the whole series because it's going to happen. I have an Amazon gift card and it's just going. We're going. going. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, man. Kay, 
for our spoiler-free friends, have a good day, have a good week, and we will see you next week. Okay. Okay, Chelsea, sound the alarm. All right. Okay, Sarah, where would you like to start? Oh my gosh, there is... I have to go to my notes because there is so much that I want to talk about. Um... (laughs) I mean, can we talk about how smart Veronica is? She is so smart. I was reading quotes and I had specific ones. Like when she like sees the Baron for the first time, she's like, oh, based on his mustache and the scars on his face, he's German. And I'm like, wow. How? What? How? And she, then she is, was right. She is a basically a criminal profiler of the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. And a woman. And she's, and she's not even she's she's not even seeking out that profession. She's like, I just want to go hunt butterflies um, <laughs> and hook up with guys. <laughs> we love to see it. We love her, to see it. Her openness uh, with sexuality kills me. Like the conversation with how much of a prude Stoker is when she's talking about it. He's like, oh my god, please stop. My conversation closer to the end of the book when he's, when she's like, how how long has it been? Like, do you have tips and tricks? And he's like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Oh my gosh. I freaking died. And then there's just like silence and he's just like, cold water. Cold water. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, she's like trying to fall asleep, and then she he's just like cold water. <laughs> I'm freaking I love them so much. They're amazing. And it's like she tortures him too. Like when they're in the circus and she's like in her chemise and he's just like She just starts undressing and he's like, like, Oh, I'll bathe you myself if I have to, and he's just like, Oh god. <laughs> nope. No. Oh my gosh. She's so she tortures him and it's so funny and that's what makes their interaction so fun is just how contrasted that they are and i love that like the stereotypes i mean i feel like their personalities are swapped from what would normally occur in this time period where she's (laughs) it's like again i'm so sorry going back to like stalking jack the ripper but like audrey rose and thomas cresswell when he's the one that's like flirting with her all the time and she's like excuse me but it's flipped and it's so much better i just she could not care less about her reputation and i love it i love it i love it like the number of times like well we don't want to do that it might hurt your reputation she's like oh she's already doing it just like i don't care this is the least of my worries (laughs) yeah exactly it's that's that's also another thing that i love so much about her and her her one-liners whenever she's like let's see which one did I, i marked it's far better to tell a man what he wants to hear and then do as you please than attempt to reason with him. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. And it's so also good. so true. And there are, I don't know if it's in the second one. I think it's in the second one. She has two that are like my favorite book quotes of all time that are just these one-liners that are so good and so true. And that's that's what I love so much about this writing style is it's it's witty and it's like funny and relatable and it's amazing one of my favorite sassy quotes of her is from the very beginning when her aant dies mm-hmm. and then she's sitting with the clutterthorps mm-hmm. yeah and she and like mrs clutter and she and she's like well i have all of your problems solved you're gonna get married and there's six kids and she says, Mrs. Clutter- Clutterthorpe, what a, what a terrible name. <laughs> um, I can hardly think of any fate worse than becoming the mother of six, unless perhaps it were the plague. And even then, I'm persuaded a few disfiguring buboes and possible death would be preferable to motherhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just ends Miss Clutterthorpe in that oh, conversation. And it's so funny because... Miss Clutterthorpe is like, oh yeah, you'll have all these children. And the irony was that Miss Clutterthorpe didn't even have any kids. Oh my god. You gosh. know? I noticed that and I wrote that down and I'm like, the irony. I loved it so much. Very beginning, I was like, I like her. It's I, I love her. like how this is going. I, <laughs> I like her. I like her snark, but I also I love her outfits where she has the ginormous hat with the roses on it. Like mm-hmm. I am obsessed. I am obsessed. Um, the scene where 
after the act where he like accidentally stabs her and she's like unconscious for two days and wakes up and like one of the first things that she says she's like where are my butterflies (laughs) i released them (laughs) touched my butterflies like (laughs) just like oh my gosh oh i freaking love them Love them. Yeah, do we want to talk about Veronica and Stoker? Because I got a lot. Yes. Yes. Yes, please. Yes. A lot. Um, yes. I. Yep. And at some point, I we have, have to talk about Lady Cordelia because she's also yeah. one of my favorite. This yep. whole, when they're talking about the Kirby being part of um, the Curiosity Club, I was like, mm-hmm. dreams, man. To be part of the Curiosity Club of the 1800s. Yes. 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 Uh, I Stoker has been one of my favorite male characters I think ever yes like I haven't had that intense of a book crush in a while (laughs) he's amazing right I yes so good I love everything that he did and he was so nice but also is like the if you touch her I'll kill you Mm -hmm. which is my favorite combination yes he's literally such a sweetheart but then he's like yeah he is so, definitely that type so sure. grumpy at the same time like his whole character mm-hmm. is like this conflicting but like beautifully meshed like yes. i'm grumpy but i secretly care about everybody and I'm just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> yeah he really does that's I- your husband chelsea i know <laughs> that's coleman i didn't make that connection until just now that's coleman's personality a little bit little bit he is a grumpy old man who cares about everybody aww he doesn't he doesn't look like stoker he's not a pirate nope not a pirate (laughs) not a pirate the circus the whole circus experience when he all of a sudden goes on stage and he's just like freaking make it pulling rabbits out of hats or whatever he was doing <laughs> like i was sitting there like where what? the heck did this come from <laughs> right it's it's so random but it also works within the story because it's like mm-hmm. when i when i think back on the book right when i'm like trying before i reread it and i'm like i want to do an aesthetic reel of this because i want people to read it and i was like they go to the circus in that book and i completely forgot mm-hmm. um but it's such it's- a fun sequence mm-hmm. it felt like a side quest well, it felt like, a side like quest. i know it was important <laughs> but it felt like a side quest <laughs> i feel like it was written specifically to introduce the one bed trope <laughs> and i'm that was here it. for it <laughs> like them- we went to the circus purely for the one bed <laughs> purely so they could fake being married and i loved it. i love i that's one of my favorite things when two people who don't necessarily like hate each other but they're still like bickering back and forth and then they have to pretend to be married oh i love it it's Mm -hmm. it's amazing it's yeah this book really has so many tropes that i love where it's like forced proximity um you know fake marriage one bed like taking care of one while like they're injured and it was an injury because of you because of them Mm -hmm. oh it's it's, it's I just wish I could have one chapter at the end of Stoker's point of view of that experience. I would love to just I would die Stoker's point of view oh for like any of like the this whole thing month. because I'm like I want to know what's going through your head because I can kind of sense I'm like you are you go from like being so annoyed by this woman to being so whipped for her. <laughs> I think his the entire dialogue of the whole book there would just be like Crap, 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 crap. Like, no, she said this. No, I can't like her. No, she's like, uh, no, what's happening? Just pure internal chaos. There's like so many times where she's like, it looked like he was holding himself back, but I couldn't quite tell. I'm like, like what was she going to say? I'm sure it's like he does let some of those things out where you're like, oh my gosh, he is like 
so in love with her already. Like one that I want to talk about that like I completely forgot about was that when she first meets him, she's like, oh, he had these eyes that were the color of this butterfly. And then later in the book, when they're in the Belvedere, this girl, the little girl, she goes, it's like, what color are her eyes? And then immediately Stoker is the exact color of the like feathers of the I'm like, oh my gosh. They are so meant to be. They're soulmates. It's amazing. The lack of hesitation when he said that too, though. It It wasn't like, well, maybe. It was like, I've been waiting for this moment. I've thought about this for weeks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And I just, when I read that, I was like, I died. I was like, I also love the conversation. I think it's towards the end of the book. This might not be the right conversation, but when. Uh, Veronica's asking me, she's like, why, like, why are you in Lady Cordelia? Never, like, been a thing. Like, she's so nice. And he's like, I just like someone with a little more fire. And, like, looks at her pointedly. And I was like. Very pointed. You're like. And she's like, I'm cool. (laughs) It's so pointed. I loved that. I loved it. (sighs) Yeah. So. Yeah, obviously, like, Stoker is very, he's aware of how he feels, but she's got some way to, ways to go by the mm-hmm. end of this book. But I was noticing, I'm like, she is there, but she doesn't realize that she's there. By the end of this book, she was like, she said something like, the thought of not spending the rest of my life, and she was, like, hearing it with his, like, mood or something like that. I'm like, so you're saying you want to spend the rest of your life with this man? But just as I'm a like, partner, no, just as frantically. <laughs> I find him extremely attractive and like the one point where she's like I should warn him that like the way he dresses like attracts a certain kind of person but then he might shave and I can't have that (laughs) (laughs) and she also said she was like she was talking about like you know her affairs that she would have on her expeditions and she was like I cannot like let myself go there with him because she's like I know I can never like go back from that basically is like mm-hmm. what she was saying. She was like, I know it would just change everything. Like it would she be has, shattering for her. She so, has moments too, where she's like looking at his hands and she's like, what could those hands do? The whole book. Perfect for each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like when she like sets up, cause like, her whole thing, too, and this is go, goes back to the character development, her whole thing is, like, I'm getting out of England. Like, she's like, mm-hmm. I'm free now. I can get out of England. And then by the end of this book, she's setting up to stay in England for, like, 30 to 40 years with, like, occasional expeditions. And, like, Stoker agreeing to that plan is, like, so important to her. It's, it's amazing. I know. When she, at the end, when she's like, I don't know what I would do if he said no. She's like, like she, she was like, eons passed, empires rose and fall, fell when, like, in waiting so for that answer. Like, she's she's like, so oh. dramatic. And I love her. <laughs> I love myself a drama queen. So She's so dramatic, but she's so in denial of, like, what those feelings mean. <laughs> and I feel like she's dramatic at the wrong times. <laughs> because, like, when she finds out that her dad is actually actually the prince of wales i don't feel like she responded appropriately <laughs> she's just like ah okay cool <laughs> and, and too, like, when it's possible that her life is in danger she's like no i don't think i don't think you're so. it's fine happen. it's fine we'll bet money on the fact that i am not in danger <laughs> <laughs> like maybe you want to make a little bit bigger deal out of this and she's like no i am not the Baron's death has nothing to do with me. The world is on fire, and she's like, "This is fine." Oh my gosh! And she's nothing to do with me. Thinks it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> even even oh, like man. when he accidentally stabbed her at the circus, she was just like, "I have very faith in you. It's it's fine." Like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like over here freaking out, like, "Oh my god, I can't believe what I just did." She's like, it's like no you're obviously concerned so you're forgiven let's move on <laughs> there's also in that whole experience where they just nonchalantly say does it malaria does she have malaria is that yeah. what it is yeah no and, deal. and well and the fact that he was like i have been looking for signs of malaria since i saw that bottle in your bag and you're like oh my god <laughs> because you're so thoughtful and sweet <sighs> he ceases to amaze me and i know that i'm gonna continue because i feel like every page i learned something new now he's a doctor cool where did that come from right Uh, i was like like 
a gentlemanly background, went to the mm-hmm. circus, but also is a taxidermist, also led an expedition to Brazil, also a doctor. I'm like, what does he, what can he not do? There, There is more. There is more. Of course there is. is. Not found out yet. He is a gift <laughs> that, that never stops giving. <laughs> exactly. If he ever has a near-death experience, which I'm sure he will in all of the books, I'm going to cry. I'm going to sob. And I know it's going to happen. There's only so many things. And I'm just going to die. I will be calling you and be like, I'm making like a sarcastic comment about that. But I don't want to because it's like... I'm like, you have no idea how many times I've put the life on the line. You have no idea. You're going to get so many many. obnoxious DMs from us as we read this series. I have undergone so much stress on Stoker's behalf as I have read this series. I'm like, (laughs) oh "Oh my gosh, can you please just cut him a break? Oh, man. He's the Watson, though. Watson always is the one that got her. And Sherlock's like, you're fine. Moving on. Um, yeah, I'm definitely very excited for all the freak out texts you are going to send me, both for the good and the bad, because he has some lines. He has some of my favorite, like, romantic lines that I have ever read, ever. And I die. And I just think about that. I'm like, yeah, remember when he said this? And I'm just like, oh my gosh. You guys. Imagine if a human said that to me. Right? I would cease functioning if someone said, like, half the things he says to Veronica. I just like, need to start highlighting and hand it to my husband. I'm like, I need you to read the highlighted passages, please. <laughs> Wear this eye patch. Say these things to me. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Just do it. Don't question it. This book, guys, so beautiful. I'm so excited. And the ending with just... That Chelsea and I called and talked about this the other day of just when she goes to the parade to see her family, mm-hmm. we both thought that there was going to be this moment of like her dad doing this like double take and seeing her in the crowd mm-hmm. and being like, oh no. But I just loved her maturity in that moment of going and just, and wanting that, not like wanting her to be able to see them and then be like, okay, I'm. I'm good I'm now. Moving on. Like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Mm-hmm. Which and is I, so mature. I think that that maturity was, like, really driven home because I was expecting it to be... I, I thought it was going to be Queen Victoria. That, like, there was going to be eye contact mm-hmm. and, like, it was going to be a drama scene to, like, add suspense. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that there wasn't any eye contact and she specifically says, like, there was no moment of recognition. Like, there was no eye contact. Like, I feel like that really drove home that the purpose of this scene was for Veronica to, like, acknowledge this and get a little bit of closure and move on. How did you guys feel about that twist about who her father is? I lost my mind. The fact that he was a real person, like, I was like, the first, time, the first time I read it, my mind was blown. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. I had to pause it. It's six o'clock in the morning. I'm driving to work. And I, like, am in the middle of a turn when it says it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I'd, like, pause it and be like, freeze. Freeze. Excuse me. I was, I thought that they were just going to make up, like, some duke. That it's like, oh, it's the duke of... Westleton, I don't know, just some random like made up place. <laughs> and then I'm like, wow, a duke, that's so crazy. But it's like, no, Prince of Wales. Prince I'm like, Wales. Oh my gosh. The greatest thing is I like I was listening to the audiobook too for that section. And when you're reading the book, you know your eyes like jump down the page, but because it's an audiobook, you can't do that. So you have to wait yeah. for them to say yeah. the words. So you get to the point where she's like, there was my mother, and there was my father, and I couldn't acknowledge it. And then I handed it to him. I was like, what does it say? Okay. Just tell me. Like, mm-hmm. And then they're like, and then he paused. And I was like, we don't need a pause. I just want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, good. it's shocking. And it's very unexpected. Like, reading it with the knowledge, there is one mention of the um, Baron and his connection to the royal family. They mentioned that once. 
Mm-hmm. And so you're like, well, here's where the connection is tied in. And then it just, it completely catches you off guard. And it's so good. Amazing. That's so like good. an end of an episode moment where like the camera just slowly goes in and he was like, Prince, Prince of, of Wales. Kind of black. Yes. <laughs> Wait until next week to see what happens yeah. next. Oh, yeah. So good. <sighs> it is so good. Um, yeah. And like reading this, obviously having read the whole series i do pick up on i'm like oh wow she set this up early so you'll like see later you'll be like she ties things in and like what i wanted to say earlier is like veronica's lineage is an ongoing like plot line the fact that that is such a big deal is an ongoing plot line and yeah come in throughout various mysteries and i was i'm so excited not surprised at all that they didn't actually burn the birth certificate At all. No. In fact, I thought she was in out. on it. And then afterwards, Stoker was like, ta-da! And she's like, what? I'm like, you weren't in on it? I knew that was coming. <laughs> you didn't think to do that? Come on, Veronica. This is why Stoker's here. These are the yeah. dumb moments that she has very when we good. need Stoker. It's a sweet moment for Stoker, too, because he's like, I know you want to like just cut all ties with this family, and you're comfortable with saying, like, I'm I'm not going to make a claim at all. But he's like, I'm going to keep this for you just in case you need it. And, and it's amazing. I thought it was really nice so of him, good. too, because he said something to the effect of, I don't know the exact phrasing, but he was like, I want, I know how important it is for you to feel like you're doing something because it's what you want and not because your life is in danger. So he's mm-hmm. like, you can burn them now if you want, but at least you have that That's sense of like, choice. it's because mm-hmm. I wanted and then obviously she wasn't ready to burn it because she didn't. You know, she's like, well, she didn't. I'll just wait a minute. She was more. just like, trying to like resolve conflict mm-hmm. and move forward. But Stoker knew better. I know Stoker you already better. know this, Sarah, but who is the her? Don't tell us. Don't, I mean, don't, don't actually tell answer us, the question. But like, <laughs> <laughs> we have theories. So many theories. We both think it's members of the royal family, but just spread out i think it's i think it's a cousin i think it's one of one of the cousins i think that it's his wife i can't remember when exactly they reveal who the her is but i do know by the time it's revealed it is a character that has been introduced to you so maybe not necessarily in this book but like if you're introduced to a character in the next book or the book after that and then by the time they introduce the her you have met her before oh okay good she i am just the the more i've thought about this book the more i'm just amazed at the plotting mm-hmm. and just how she has i'm just amazed by authors who can have these seven eight book series and it makes sense it all mm-hmm. and it's just it's all woven it all together it and i'm like back and yes um, yeah, there was something I noticed. I was like, whoa, she set this up so early. And it's such a small plot point that comes in, like, book five with a side character. And I'm just like, she set this up in book one in one line. Oh, and like, those are whoa. the best books because they're the books that you can, like, reread and, like, pick things up. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like, this is, this is a series I'm totally going to reread, and I know that I'm going to reread it. Like, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It has very yes. good rereadability. As I was rereading it this time, I was thinking, I was like, I would kill for like a prequel book with Veronica mm-hmm. on her expeditions. Because I'm like, I want, because like, as the series progresses, you get like bits and pieces. Um, most, I think, in this most recent book that's um, coming out. But I was like, I would kill for just a whole book that just chronicles all these things she has done and all these people she's met and how she learned to fight and stuff like that, you know? I would like five, like, novellas stuck together. It's like five side stories where you don't even have to, like, weave them in together, but just, like, tell me about, is it, like, Brazil that she goes to? No, she goes to Costa Costa Rica. She goes somewhere and she's like, oh, yeah, that's when, like, I almost died. Well, it's like, excuse oh, me, ma'am. Oh, like Sumatra or wherever it was where you learned how to fight from this person. Um, tell me like a little bit about Stoker's expeditions, you know? It's yeah. Like, really His cool. failed expedition. I pulled everything. I cannot find, I cannot wait to find out about his wife. 
there were so many what? things with his background that they just never acknowledged. And I'm like, and I thought excuse we were, me. I thought we were going to get more. He's like, when like, they go see his brother. brother. When they go to see his brother, I thought we were going to get more than we did. Than we did. I, I was like, what the heck? Like, what happened in Brazil? What did all the newspapers say? Why is he a murderer? Where is his wife? It's it's coming. It's coming. I'm sure it is. But he You're- just, I love how, again, times when she should probably have more of a reaction. When somebody turns to you and says, I'm a murderer. And you're like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. I've heard it worse. That's what's so interesting about their relationship. Because she's like, yeah, this man is capable of murder. And he's like, one of the most dangerous men I've ever met. She's like, but I know deep down that he would never do that to me. He would never she's like, hurt me. Like, I had, she, there was some sort of feeling that she had that was just like, she just knew that like he would never lay a hand on her. Even even going back to like the first scene at the train station where Declare first approaches her and is like, this man's dangerous, like come with me. And she's like, I just had a sixth sense. Like he wasn't dangerous for me. This guy that is sketchy. Another, like, that was another point I highlighted because I'm like, she is so smart. Because she was like, yeah, this man's smile is like genuine and kind, but it doesn't quite reach his eyes. And she's like, this man is not to be trusted. Like, she is so smart on those things. Mm-hmm. And, can, up and yeah. he's just, you can't trick her. And the on, way like, she you can't manipulate him. her. Like, she makes some dumb decisions, but you can't manipulate her. Yep. And then she turns around and plays him like a fiddle, where she's like, of course I'll come with you. Will you grab me some food? I'm just going to run to the bathroom. Like, mm-hmm. And he's like, on. wow, that was a lot easier than I thought. Yeah, it did seem a lot well, easier. This is that classic, like, I guess, like, trope of, like, men getting uncomfortable when women say anything about their bodies. Because she was like, oh, I'm just having a bit of indigestion. And he's like, oh, God. All right. Uh, okay. No. Goodbye. Heaven <laughs> forbid you, you have bodily functions. Yes. And and she uses that to her advantage. It's such a contrast, though, because I feel like Declare doesn't didn't didn't he just underestimate her so much? He did. He's like she's just an airhead girl, and I feel like at no point does Stoker like dismiss her as an airhead. Like he might say like grumpy mean things, like when push comes to shove, like he trusts her instincts a lot, and. Mm-hmm. Mad respect. That's all. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. <sighs> I think that like Declare represented everything that she hated about society, mm-hmm. and Stoker was everything that she loved in the world mm-hmm. in one person. And now they can love each other. It just kind of like shows her that like not every person is out to kind of like restrict you and force you to be who society wants you to be. It's like because mm-hmm. they're both outcasts. So that's why they like work so well together. Yeah. yeah. Ma'am, you walked in on him taxidermying an elephant <laughs> with an eye patch on. Like he's clearly an unconventional man. <laughs> I feel like you're you're set. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Oh man. Well, <clears throat> I think we hit all of my points. I mean, there's always like five hundred more things, but but so much that we could still talk about. Also, though, these covers are flipping beautiful. They're so pretty. They're so of course, like, this is like my most, you can't see it, obviously, but this is like my most loved book I have ever owned. Like, it's falling apart at this point because, like, I've read it, I've given it to my mom to read, my sisters read it, and then, like, I've read it again. I, this book has gone around. And this, this book, like, talking about the covers, like, this was. sort of a cover buy for me like this is like the one book where I remember where I bought it and I remember when I bought it um I was like on vacation went to Barnes and Noble and I saw it It was just sitting there face out and I'm like that's a pretty cover (laughs) and then I picked it up and I read it and it's like never been the same so never I I 1000% judge books by their covers Mm -hmm. and I judged this well there's, so thank you there's for nothing more it. disappointing than a good book with a bad cover. Yeah. Or a good cover or a bad a book, bad with, book a good with a good cover. cover where you're like, oh, I have some of those where I'm like, the cover was beautiful. Cover too good for this book. <laughs> yes. It's so like this artist needs to keep doing their job because it was amazing, but also not the action. The book wasn't that great. <laughs> but 
Should we wrap it up? Yes, it is past our normal time. <laughs> but this has been so oh fun, God, Sarah. So fun. I can't wait Thank to hear you so much. Read the rest of the series. Like Yes. And when we review mm-hmm. the next book in a year or so, you're coming back. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you guys can find Sarah at a bookish beginning on Instagram. Please follow her. Like f- even if you have to unfollow us to follow her, like <laughs> you will so not cool. regret it. <laughs> you will not gre- regret it. Um and anything else that you want to tell our listeners? Nope. No. That's okay. Sir, <laughs> um, so we okay. also have a tradition at the end of every episode that we tell them a yummy treat to eat this week. Oh my um, gosh. Okay. Is there a or yummy just treat? A food. Or just it's a food. Really, it's really we varied. Come anywhere from bread to pasta to cookies oh. to ice cream. So, you know, whatever. It was just sparkling cider for New Year's. It was just... Drink a whole bar- bottle of Martinelli. <laughs> Whatever you want. One. I should have to think of one. Okay, I'm gonna go with because I have I have it for my parents. Chex Mix. Oh, I parents, love Chex Mix. My parents visited me this weekend and they brought me some homemade Chex Mix. Oh Ooh. wow! So, You're not messing around. Right can I? To add on to that, one of my favorite things with Chex Mix is Muddy Buddies. Oh, I love yes. it. Or Puppy Chow or whatever anybody calls it. It's so good. Oh, man. Okay, guys. Thanks so much for listening. You know where to find us on Instagram. Checked out and overdue. We post occasionally. We try. We try our best. <laughs> you are best. Um, also, check out the Linktree link that we have in our bio to go... We will have um, a curious beginning listed on our bookshop.org um, website so you can get a discount on there. And then also, what book did we mention earlier? Um, you deserve each other. You yeah. deserve each other. Chelsea, you're going to have to remind me. We'll add that on there Super too. Super good. So but other good. than that, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. And thanks, Sarah. We're going to, yeah, Chelsea and I are going to talk about this every day for the next like month. Yeah. <laughs> we will. We will. We're so excited about it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, thanks everyone. Have a good week. Have a good one. Bye.